So I would say to all your listeners, the challenge is what are you the X guy for? That X, what is that space inside somebody's mind? If people are asking you things like, you know, they're, they're pulling you in one direction. Can you help me do this thing? Can you give me some advice about that thing? Yeah. What is that thing that you do that people are pulling? Not the door you're pushing against, but the yeah. one that you're being pulled with. Welcome to Coaches and Mentors and Wrapped. The show that brings you remarkable insights and practical steps to help you in becoming the best version of yourself. We're your hosts, Roz and Mike. We both didn't have it easy growing up. Through our story, we've made it our life mission to ensure every young individual will have the opportunity that we didn't have. This would be achieved through offering you unrivaled access to mentors and coaches and the opportunity to help you uncover how they impact our lives. Our vision is to have a world whereby we can all help shape each other's lives through shared experiences and carefully applied tools and systems that has been tried and trusted. So welcome to another episode of Coaches and Mentors and Wraps. Hi guys, hope you're well and I hope you're enjoying the sunshine in UK because it's finally signing here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and obviously we have, uh, you know, we're thankfully we're, we're exiting lockdown very soon. Yes, we are. Exciting. Yes, so, um, the bar's being lifted, guys. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Hopefully we all conform to the regulations and uh, everything will be back to normal again very, very soon. Exactly. So once again, we, you know, we, we have a quite quite a um a profound speaker uh author um you know an entrepreneur with us today on on the show we have graham uh graham brown who's speaking all the way from singapore on our show today so welcome to the show graham welcome thank you looking forward to this looks like it's gonna be fun <laughs> already <laughs> and i mean for our listeners today's topic is how to build a brand worth talking about now, if we think about, you know, the evolution of you know, Facebook and, you know, Instagram and, you know, even LinkedIn and now TikTok, which I I've still haven't gotten used to TikTok yet. Oh, guys, he needs to jump on it. He needs to jump on it. Branding is everywhere now, whether it be a personal brand or whether it's, it's a business brand. But today's topic is all around personal branding. So uh, I'm not going to steal his thunder, uh, but Graham is an entrepreneur. Like I mentioned, he's an author. He's a storyteller, and he's the founder of Pickal & Co. But without further ado, um, I'd like to ask Bram if it's okay to introduce yourself. And then we have some some questions which we'd love to understand more about branding and, and personal branding. So, Graham, over to you for, for a quick introduction. Thank you. It's great to be here. I think you said the key word here that we're probably going to talk a bit about today, storytelling, yeah. which is really what branding is about putting stories to people and products to help people understand them. So branding is quite a new term, but storytelling has been around since we've been around as humans forever. Since the beginning of history, we've had yeah. stories. Since we started gathering around, we've had stories. And they really are not different things. So that's what I do in my business. I teach people to tell stories. And in the old days, if like my mom said, don't tell stories. <laughs> it was almost <laughs> as if it was a bad thing. You know, it was like a lie. It was almost yeah. like you were fabricating the truth. But what I help businesses and people understand is that without stories, we don't know what your truth is. And therefore, to tell stories is not just to 
be able to convey information in a way that we absorb them, but also to influence people to lead and create positive change. And it affects everybody. Yeah. No, that's amazing. I, I love I love the fact that, you know, with our stories, we don't know what our truth are or what your truth mm. is. I, I love how you put that. Um, now, you know, th- there's a, a lot of competition for eyeballs, right? Every brand is seeking time or seeking FaceTime or TV time or whatever it may be, mm. uh, you know, across different channels. I mean, you've been in this space for quite some time now. I'm interested to, for you to share with our audience, what have you seen in terms of the evolution in the last two decades, right? I mean, you can tell us, you know, going back from even before Facebook, I'm trying to remember. There, there, there was I was around before, before Facebook. Facebook, yeah. Yeah, before Facebook, right? <laughs> uh, there was... Um, Anyway, MySpace, my oh, that's MySpace. the one, yes. Friendster. Yes. Correct. Yes. Hi-Fi. Correct. Hi-Fi, all of that. Yeah, I remember MSN as well. Yes. around. Yeah. I mean, what have you noticed from there till now? Because I've, you know, me just from afar, from a distance, I've noticed a lot of changes, but it's always ever-evolving. It's so hard to keep up at times. It's competition for a resource, and the resource is our attention. That's the important thing to understand that attention is limited. And the challenge that we all have, whether you're 18, 40, 88, whatever it is in communicating is people's attention. You may have a great message. You may have a great product. You might have a great CV, but if you don't have somebody's attention, then you can't get that message across. And if you think about it, even that word attention it comes from the Latin tendere, which basically means to stretch. It's the same word as tendon, you know, the tendon in your arm? Yes. To stretch. So our attention is stretched. And that's the reality of it now. It is stretched between so many different media sources, so many different platforms. And the challenge is how do you win attention? And think about it. Even in the English language, we say pay attention, right? Yeah. Think about how we talk about it. You pay to attend somebody. So it's not free. People don't give up their attention free. You have to give something such that somebody pays attention to you. So one of the biggest challenges in communication is how do you engage? And the important thing is you've got to give before you get. And that's the trouble. What has changed is in the old days, my world, the pre- (laughs) 21st century everything was done for you if you worked for a company they did all of that for you if you knocked on the door of a client it was because of the brand that you got into that meeting and did the deal you were just collecting checks right yeah and if you were getting a new job it was because of the brand you worked at before and if you were at your first interview after university it was because of the brand of the university or the subjects you studied, all the stories were told for you, right? But now we have this thing called personal branding and storytelling. You can go into Google. You can get a job without a degree now at Google, right? Same as Facebook, probably the same at TikTok and so on. So the point is now is that it's less important. The content It's more important of the context that you're creating for that. This story you're packaging around, And 20 years ago, we didn't really have to do that. And now everybody has to do it. Mm. Now everybody has to think about their personal brand because 
That's why people are going to pay attention to them and meet them and buy from them and do business with them. So that's been the big change. It's been thrust upon us and we're all having to learn it. And some people are going on TikTok and doing it and finding success, right? You've got to find yeah. the, the channel that works for you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that's so key that you just said. You know, it's, it's always it's always about finding the channel that works for you. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess kind of narrowing it back down to personal branding, which is kind of how you you, you finished off your, your your last summary. Um, it's obvious what the definition is to me. I'm sure, and I'm sure to you as well. But but is there a way that you define it differently? What what is personal branding? Because when I think about to your point. You know, we all work in businesses, you know, if we mm. are employed and then those businesses have their brand and we are an extension to that brand, right? We represent them when we're out. But I think today's conversation is about, you know, we feel everybody needs a brand, right? Because at some point it's going to be your individual brand that, you know, people would have to pay the attention for, perhaps if I'm using the same mm. phrase that you used earlier. So uh, is it, how would you define that? How would you define, you know, a personal brand or, Yeah. Brands are just signposts. They're just shortcuts for people to understand you by. So when I meet you, how do I put you into a box and understand you? Just as the same way you meet me, you want to put me into a box and understand me better. And that's how we are as human beings, right? And obviously that can have negative consequences and positive consequences as well. So how do you appear to them? How do you come across to them? What's that sort of archetype that you occupy in their consciousness? That's really important. And the personal brand is really defined by a small piece of real estate that you occupy in somebody's mind. I'll give you an example. Some time ago, a friend of mine sent me a WhatsApp message, and it was, a, it was an Australian friend of mine. So you can imagine it was pretty sarcastic. He sent me this WhatsApp <laughs> message, and it was a video, and it was a whole bunch of these kind of Aussie semi-celebs making a video saying about the pandemic and saying, please, 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 whatever you do during the pandemic, and it kept cutting through all these faces, whatever you do, please don't start a podcast. Because everybody was starting a podcast at yeah. the time. It was a joke. Yes. Yeah. So he, he sent it to me and I thought it was really funny because I'm a pod, the podcast guy and everybody's mm -hmm. consciousness that knows me. And <laughs> what I really liked about that was as soon as he saw that video, he thought of me. So I've got to send it to Graham. Right. And in his mind, I'm the podcast guy. And in a lot of people's minds, I'm the podcast guy. So when people say, oh, do you know Graham? Nah. Which Graham? The podcast Graham. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know him. So in my circles, people know me. And that's a tiny little bit of real estate inside somebody's memory and attention. Yeah. But if you own that, that's extremely valuable. So I would say to all your listeners, the challenge is what are you the X guy for? That X, what is that space inside somebody's mind? If people are asking you things, like, you know, they're, they're pulling you in one direction, can you help me do this thing? Can you give me some advice about that thing? Yeah. What is that thing that you do that people are pulling, not the door you're pushing against, but the yeah. one that you're being pulled with? And once you know that, double down on it. Because that's an extremely powerful avatar that helps people put you into a place in their world. And once there's distant with their understanding of the world and how you fit into it, you find a lot of people will seek you out. That's a personal brand. So find your ex, double down on it, whatever it is, like 
talk to people, get feedback, listen to what people are asking you to do. And once you've got it, then own it. That's great. Um, Graham, what if, what happens if someone doesn't have their own personal brand? We, yeah, we all started from zero. You know, how do you, how do you make it? (laughs) Yeah. You just, it's like, you've got to get on stage. Right. And um, I was listening to Kevin Hart talk about this, about how he practices his comedy. And he right. says that, you know, he's the highest paid comedian in the world, potentially, at least the US. And, you know, he can play, he can sell out stadiums. And he was saying what he does is he breaks his comedy down into two years cycles. And what he does is year one, he goes out and plays all the tiny little backstreet clubs that. Yeah. A-listers never go to. Yeah. yeah. He goes to all of these clubs with like five people where there's a drunk guy at the back and they're, you know, cleaning up, turning the lights on and hecklers. And he practices his material. So he has a sketch and he practices it and gets feedback. Didn't work. Did work. Got some feedback. He does a year of that. Practice, practice, refine. Just like building a product. You know, you build a minimum version of it, test it, iterate test iterate so he's doing it with his comedy and then after a year he rolls that up into netflix specials and stadiums right so your question Rosalind, is is that's year one the way you find your story is not thinking too much about the why because the why is often discovered in post looking back reflecting on the event yeah but find your start Get started, practice, get on stage, get feedback, refine your materials, and then it starts coming together. Then the why emerges from that. And you have your the the scenes and the sets and the the material that works. And that becomes this book that you start piecing together, these individual chapters. So to answer your question, I would say to your listeners is that, you know, a lot of everybody starts with nothing, but they started. And then they iterate and improve on it. And then these dots get joined over time. And as you get older, it kind of makes a bit more sense. Yeah. 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 Now that's key. It's good, right? Yeah. I like that. I was just trying to think of a, there there was a quote. um, I forgot who, who gave that quote, but it goes along the lines of, you know, start where you are with what you can. And yeah, I'll I'll put it in the show notes somewhere. Yeah. But it was, it's pertinent to the, the point you've just made. Yeah. Um, don't just procrastinate just yeah, start start, start. With what yeah because you, you get feedback and you yeah. improve you know a lot of fantastic storytellers the difference between them and the average person is just the number of hours they put in that's it yeah. they're not natural storytellers they just practice 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 yeah. and yeah. what appears yeah. to be just random but our lives are all pretty random right yeah. You, you yeah. went and you did computer science and then you graduated and did this job and then you moved here and it's like, wait a minute. What about that guy who went to school who said he just wanted to design airplanes and now he's building airplanes, right? He's yeah. had this thing planned out all his life and look at me. It's a mess. But the point is, is it's not a mess. It's just something that needs contextualizing, something that needs yeah. to cover. And that only comes with practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that Malcolm L. Malcolm Gladwell's book talks about the the ten thousand hours or mm. something. Um, it's a you know constant repetition, and 
you know, you are going to make mistakes, but you've got to learn, learn from that from mistake and, and obviously refine it like you just mentioned, Greg. Well, yeah. so, well, look at what you guys yeah. did, right? You just started a podcast and I'm sure how many episodes in now, you're probably, you're kind of feeling a rhythm and you've got some riffs that you constantly go back to and reflect on, right? You didn't have that at the beginning. You had sort of a, you know, a vague understanding of this is what it's going to be about. You, more people you talk to, the more it kind of crystallizes. And that's, you know, if somebody's listening to this, thinking about their career and their life, you know, what do I do? Most people are stuck because they don't have this big burning vision or mission in their life. Very few people really yeah. do. You know, a lot of people discover that on the journey, on the path, yeah. right? A lot of people are thrust into events and then they have to make the best of it. Yeah, 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 mm. yeah. That's why here, guys, coaches and mentors on rap. You don't want to hear none of the bloopers, honestly. You would run. <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> Graham, yes. um, what will be the consequences if one does not build a personal brand? Well, you won't have, it's going to be hard for you to get through to people. Personal branding affects everything. So getting a job right. is important. Selling, and we all live by selling, starting a business, raising money, selling mm. to a client, everything, dating. Yeah. These are all personal brands. I mean, really, it's just the story you tell about yourself and how people engage with that. That's yeah. the difference. You, the, the, there is a, a bias in psychology called naive realism that is we believe that the world is, is as it is. We don't interpret yeah. the world, but the world's very constructed. We all make interpretations about people. And it's the same. We think that somehow my achievements will sell themselves. It absolutely won't. You have to package it and you have to tell the story. And the best storytellers know that. They know that people buy into story. Take, for example, best-selling movie of all time is Marvel, right? Marvel Avengers Endgame, yes. right? <laughs> Three billion dollars in box office sales. Okay. Now the question is: Is it the best ever plot line? Mm. I would doubt. I, I, even the hardest Marvel fans would probably struggle yeah. to say that was a really good plot line. The point is. It's the plot that has been used in Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings. It's a plot from every single historical narrative ever used. Hero's journey, the myth. Yeah. Right? And it goes all the way back to the religious texts. It's the same plot lines. And the point is, it's there that we need these stories to understand truths. Because if you just try and give us the facts, we don't understand them. However... If you package them, you don't need a new story or a fantastic story. You just take a story that already exists and leverage, reinterpret it, repopulate it with new characters. And there you go, a bestseller. And it's the same with us. Unless you're doing that, people won't relate to it. Love it. Love it. It's good. Good stuff, guys. I'll give you one example just for the listeners. Sorry. Just yeah. No, shoot away. think of where we are today. Think of, for example, flattening the curve. How many times we don't hear it so much now, or think of herd immunity mm -hmm. or think of freedom day that yeah. we're all talking about now. Yeah. Every single one of those is a story. Yeah. Now people think stories once upon a time, 
but possibly the most powerful story is the one that exists in a single sentence. Think about that, because everything you say is captured in that sentence. When I say herd immunity, already you're thinking of herds of cattle. You're thinking of large groups of people. You're thinking of sacrifice to the greater good of community. All these things, right? Yeah. Same with flattening the curve. It's a story. It's a heroic myth. It tells about the actions that we need to take, the good guys, the bad guys. So people don't think of these as stories. But once you understand those, when you go into a job interview, when you sit and have a meeting, that line that you say about yourself, if you say, for example, I'm the vice president of marketing, or how does, somebody doesn't, that's just fact. But if you went in and said, I'm an adventurer, or I'm a storyteller, or whatever you choose, whatever you decide gets people thinking about you and what you do. Yeah. Excellent. Okay, so now that's good. I, I like that. I was just trying to crystallize everything that you're saying there. Um, so in terms of, you know, I, I perhaps, you know, I'm a listener out there. I don't have a personal brand. Uh, I want to build one. Where do I even start? What, what is the process um, of, of building a personal brand? Start a podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the easiest way, really. You don't need to write a book to have a story worth telling. That's one way. Okay. So start a podcast. The thing is the best um, way. It, it really is. Yeah. Like, you know, ask me five years ago and I would have yeah. talked about doing YouTube. That's fine. Do all that. But use podcast as the, the base because it's very agile. Right. It's agile right. storytelling. You can evolve. Right. You can adapt. You start right. your podcast and then you, you start developing your thought architecture mm -hmm. and your brand and your story. And you'll hear people reflect back your story to you. Some of it works and some of it doesn't. And then that will help you build your brand and your story. And, right. you know, that then, it, it think people think they need to write a book to have a brand, right? Brand, yeah. Those yeah. days are gone. You know, what about a brand, sorry, Graham, on, on like the, the platform, like, you know, Insta and the, the social media platforms. Is that also, is it is the same kind of brand, but then how do you ensure you're fusing in or you're connecting the podcast for consistency, I guess, is what I'm saying. Yeah, you could use the podcast as the heartbeat of your content strategy. Yeah. Podcast drives content derivatives across all these platforms. So you could have one yeah. podcast, and from that you could get your Insta stories, and from that you could get your Facebook posts and whatever platforms you push it out through in your blog posts and so on. Yeah. The key is that when people develop a content strategy, it tends to be multi-channel. You need to have an omni-channel strategy, which is yeah. like one mother load of content driving across all these uh, channels. Cause then that's consistent and consistency yeah. is key in, in your brand. Right. And it, it, it's a lot of work as well, operating across multiple channels now. So you need to have like one central content piece that drives everything. So you choose what you want. You, for me, it's a podcast. Mm -hmm. And I think for a lot of people, it's a lot easier yeah. To do it from the podcast because you've got 30 minutes of content. You know, there's a lot of potential derivatives that you can push out there. Yeah. I'm just thinking in case of like in, in terms of someone that might, you know, might want to set up a clothing line, you know, how would mm. they go about their personal branding? Mm. Would, it, well, would you say it will be the same as well? Yeah. I mean, so if you start a clo clothing line, the first thing I w would want to know is what's the backstory? Why? 
Yeah. Mm. What's the origin myth of the yeah of this brand? Because yeah, like what was this guy or this woman doing? So she was working at a bank. She left the bank. She left a very comfortable job. She, you know, could have done really well, but was staring out the window too much, wondering what she could do with <laughs> her life. She started a clothing brand. She risked everything against the advice of her family, et cetera, et cetera. That's an interesting story. Yeah. That's, that's very heroic. People don't think, oh, yeah. no, it's not Elon Musk or Steve Jobs, but it's all about overcoming, right? So how do, you know, what was the platform for you to do that? Podcasts are very good for that, right? You know, of course, you could do it on Instagram as well. But you yes. know, what would be the best way? Because I don't think people are born thinking, yes, this is my origin myth. Yeah. It's something that needs work. Yeah. yeah. Like the comedy. Yeah. It needs work. It needs practice to get it. Right. And you need somebody. You need to do. You need to face the moment of truth, which is a really important part of personal branding, is that, you know, you need to face rejection to improve. And the reason why so many people don't develop their storytelling skills. So many people don't develop their personal brands because they spend day in, day out posting stuff on social media. It doesn't do anything. No rejection. You need to put yourself out there. You need to dare to be vulnerable and give a little bit of yourself away. And yeah. that makes you improve, right? Yeah. Graham, what's your prediction over the next five to 10 years in terms of how personal branding will evolve? It's going to get harder. There's a lot more competition. Yeah, it's just going to get a lot get more. Get ready, guys. Yeah, I mean, it's happening now. It is. Right? It yeah. really yeah. is. Yeah. There's like 3 million podcasts in the world at the moment. Like, here's the thing. Like, 1998, we were talking growing. about. Yeah, well, this is it. 98, when I yeah. started a internet website development company, a website design company, um, I back then there were 2.7 million websites exactly the same number of podcasts as there is today today there are 1.7 billion websites and we're going to go through the same trajectory and people say oh everybody's got a podcast now no they haven't so it's just like saying everybody has a phone sure there's a plenty more that we can sell of these things the point about the podcast is that what i believe is that websites are to businesses what podcasts are to business leaders people in business will have a podcast in the same way that businesses have websites. They're an interface. They're a way I can find out about you. They're a way I can understand your backstory, know what your views are on diversity, inclusion, climate change, what matters. Yeah. So it's going to happen that you're going to have businesses, organizations, where all the people who are making a difference will have a podcast. So one organization could have 20 podcasts. That's the future. Yeah. 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 I even see it getting to the point where, I mean, many years ago, we didn't have on-demand TV, right? Now you've got Netflix, Amazon, I mean, you name it, you know, Samsung TV, Recton. I think it'll get to the point where there'll be, you know, you'll be able to find podcasts either through our TV and everybody would have their own individual. So, for example, you know, Graham, I'll go on TV and I'll still Graham podcast, right? But there'll be so many of that, that it would be, do you get what I'm saying? That, like a like portal. A website, yeah, you know, like an aggregated website portal, hmm. the same for podcasts. If it doesn't exist now, it's it's probably around the corner. Oh, it exists. Right? It and I'm sure it does exist. Yeah. yeah I Register the domain name, quick. <laughs> you know, <laughs> exactly. But that's how I see it. I see it being, you know, everybody having that, you know, their own channel 
Mm. Yeah. Um, Why not? Yeah. I mean, if you have a, a microphone, you have a radio station, right? Yes. That's the reality yes. now. And if yes. you have a phone, you have a TV station. You can get on TikTok and get more views than the average Netflix episode yep. can get, right? The yep. only thing that's stopping us is this. It's here. Yeah. It's this yes. imposter syndrome. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Absolutely. It's culturally um, indoctrinated in us waiting Absolutely. to be picked, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just who takes takes the best leap. Okay. Now it's been good. I mean, um, I, I wouldn't do it any summary, but uh, any final questions from you? No, anything I wanted to touch on is um, Graham was talking about being vulnerable and there's a uh, an author that I read called Brene Brown and she speaks about the power of vulnerability. Hmm. So guys, we'll definitely put it in our show notes, but definitely go and check it out because um, yeah, I do believe, you know, sometimes you do have to be vulnerable and receive feedback. And as Graham said, receive a few rejections before, you know, you can divide and conquer basically and get to the next step and the next step and the next step and the next step. Um, but that leads me on to my next point, Graham, any tools or recommendations that you can give us, um, about personal branding? You know, I know you have a podcast yourself. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. So if you could share that as well. So all my work's on my website, which is grahamdbrown.com with a D because without a D it's wallpaper. So it's (laughs) grahamdbrown.com, right? So I've got all my podcasts, my work there, my books. Um, There's a, there's a free course. There's about five or six videos on storytelling in there. If you want to get a feel for what storytelling is about, those are a good starting points, but I would be, you know, read, I'm still reading a lot these days. Yeah. I think there's some, nothing will replace authors and yeah. the work that they bring. There's some fantastic authors about who write great stuff on storytelling, and personal branding. Brene Brown is one. Malcolm Gladwell is another one you mentioned. Yeah. Seth Godin is a great writer as well. You know, these are the people whose work will inspire a generation of podcasts as well. So don't overlook those guys as well. Love Definitely. that. Love that. Yes. And we'll have, um, your website details in our show notes. Yep. Um, and guys, I, I can say, I mean, I, I visited your website and there's a ton of content, so much content, but you can pick and choose what works for you. Uh, definitely would recommend going onto the website love that. Um, and we all love some free stuff, right? You know, and I'm sure our listeners love <laughs> some free stuff too. So um, yeah, you know, why not get started on the storytelling course um, if it's free and then, you know, opt to maybe invest, you know, where, where you see you want to, you want to pursue it further. Now it's been good. Graham, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, we, we've learned a, a ton today. Um, there's a few things that I loved. You know, attention comes from the Latin word. I've forgotten what, what you, what you Tender. just said there. Tender. Tender, yeah. Tender which is, arm, um, yeah. You know, and obviously the fact that you pay attention, there's a, there's a reason why the English word is, is structured that way, pay attention. Mm. I love these little things, right? Um, because it's, it's deliberate for a reason. Uh, and we, you know, sometimes we just, it's a blur to us. We just say it without actually thinking through so mm. it's been good. Um, and I see a part two coming for this one because it, it could have gone, you know, in a couple of branches, yeah, definitely. but we try to keep it on personal branding. Um, so yeah, once again, you know, thank you for being on Coaching Mentals and Wrapped. Thank you guys and stay tuned and stay safe. I know we've got freedom, but stay safe guys. <laughs> Absolutely. And thank you, Graham, for being on the show. Wonderful. Thank you. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. For all the links to the resources discussed on this episode, click the details link next to the podcast. For any questions or topics you'd like to discuss, mentoring and coaching requirements, kindly drop us an email, support at cm 
www.unwrapped.com. Thanks for listening. Until next time, remember, inch by inch you form a stitch and 1% improvement daily can help you become 37 times better in a year. That's absolutely staggering. Let's go get this, guys. Thank you.